0: Shippers, this is episode three of season two and the third part of our three-part Disney princess series. Here we go.
1: Yep, and today we talk modern Disney princesses. Think Rapunzel, Tiana, Merida, you name it.
0: Which Disney princess age do we ship the most? Listen to find out.
1: everyone i'm devin
0: and i'm Steph.
1: and welcome to we ship it season two our disney slash animation extravaganza we've been kicking off our disney season with disney princesses slash prince analysis
0: yep and today we're going to discuss more modern princesses and their love mm-hmm. stories such as rapunzel and flynn rider tiana and naveen and merida even though she's not in a relationship, we know she's in a relationship with herself. So <laughs> that is why we're going to be talking about Merida, because we think that her and, you know, all of the, the switch around with um, her character really says something about the modern Disney princesses. So.
1: Absolutely. And we know that many of you probably know these stories by heart, but we want to provide a spoiler alert just in case. And here we go. Starting with Tangled.
0: Heck yeah.
1: How does Rapunzel's isolation in the tower impact her desire for love?
0: Yeah. So that's something that I noticed. So I've watched Tangled a few times over the years, but I never really like invested in (gasps) Tangled too much. Yeah. Well, so I've seen parts of it over the years. I've never watched the whole thing just straight on. And so so I watched it for the first. I know. Well, I watched it for (laughs) the first time. See, this podcast has made me just delve into all the important things I've Mm -hmm. been missing as a deprived child. But Rapunzel is one of those things. And her being in the tower was something that I really recognize. Isolation is a huge theme in this whole thing. and I think it makes her almost desperate for love. Yeah. Like I, I don't think ultimately that's what drives her and Flynn together, though. I'm not saying no. that the only reason that they end up together is because she's desperate for mm-hmm. love. Um, however, you can see how crazy she is about leaving the tower from the beginning. That whole song about, I'm going to paint the ceiling again, and do this and this <laughs> and this. I'm like, I feel that so much because I work from home. So sometimes I'm like, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. and it's just isolation really does have a big factor in it so I, I definitely see that she she wants to be around people even when he breaks in she's like I'm so excited that a person's in here like she's not worried <laughs> about this intruder at all which I find very interesting um, but what about you Devin
1: uh, so because she's held captive in the tower Rapunzel's only source of love is from her quote unquote mother Um yeah. And we know what a creep. Right. And we know that her relationship with her mother is strained. Mm -hmm. Um, While she wants to just explore the outside world and see the lights on her birthday, I think subconsciously she's also on a search for the idea of being loved. Um, Not that that's at the forefront of her being and her wanting to explore the world around her, but she just something's missing and she knows that something's missing um, because she's never felt that before. She knows deep down that she's missing something greater from her life and that kind of spirals into this whole course of the film, which I love.
0: I know. Poor Rapunzel. It's so (laughs) sad. Um, But, so does the next question we have is, does Rapunzel get tangled up in love and would you call her relationship with Flynn love?
1: Mm -hmm. so one thing that Rapunzel has to deal with is understanding the outside world for years she's been told to never venture outside her walls so she's naive about many things that would come naturally to someone else Um, this is fun to watch because you as an audience get to fall right back in love with the world through Rapunzel's eyes which I think is just amazing Um, however this innocence also plays a role in her relationship with Flynn Um, she uses flynn as a source of comfort um, and love in the absence of mother gothel Um, she's always been not pampered but just like loved in some fashion with mother um, gothel and always got support from her and now that she doesn't have her um she uses flynn as that support and throughout the course of the film you see this develop and grow over time until finally When we get, I see the light, their relationship truly blossoms.
0: You love that scene, don't you? I know know you're going to be talking about it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they definitely end up in love. And it's so fun to watch these two. They're so hilarious. I would say they truly do love each other. I mean, you have him telling her his name, which is Eugene. Eugene. Um, (laughs) And I think they ultimately do really want what's best for one another. The only thing I don't love is when Rapunzel hides the crown from him. Oh, I yeah. understand yeah. it, you know, being afraid to lose him, it's her first human contact, so like whatever. Yeah, that but I find it, yeah, I find it to be an untrusting moment. Other than that, I'd say they really do have the best interests of one another on their minds, and that kind of builds a very beautiful romance. And you kind of mentioned it too, but the boat scene, mm. oh uh, my gosh. I wanna say it's one of the, the, one of the most beautiful Disney scenes to have come out of any of these Disney princess movies. Yeah. Um, you know, dare I say ever? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's the reimagined Little Mermaid boat scene, which was an incredible scene in itself. But oh, I think it's yeah. a very important moment for them too. I could see that. Too. Yeah.
1: Um, what I love is that they don't expect love to happen, but it happens, and that's what's so magical about it. Yep they're not in it for love they're just in it to get what they want out of it she wants to see the lights and he wants the crown to get money so
0: to get money
1: (laughs) right but like eventually they're um they kind of collide and love is created so i think that's really awesome with that being said the movie focuses on the joy behind following one's dreams Mm -hmm. so should our relationships hold us back from our dreams (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is a very clearly worded question, mm-hmm. Devin. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously they should not. That's why I love these two, because I feel like they end up being each other's dreams because they help each other fulfill their original dream. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a theme we see throughout a lot of these modern Disney princesses right. is... Of The reason they fall in love is because they were they sacrificed something in order to get the other person to their original dream, and then they become each other's dreams because they realize, hey, this person really loves me, and that is what love is all about. And and that's sort of what the song in the tavern is all about, and it brings my heart joy. I, one of my favorite (laughs) songs. The little old dude, and they're all singing about their dreams, and it's just a very beautiful moment. And Mm -hmm. So they make it really clear in Rapunzel that that's the point. These two are in love because, you know, they happenstance fell together and then they, you know, they made sacrifices for one another and that's why they fell in love. So it's a beautiful, a beautiful thing, I think. And that's that's something, that's a characteristic modern Disney princess stories do well with.
1: Yeah. I see some pros to cons here. Like, I'm a little mixed. Um, So in some manners, I think not because no one should ever hold you back from achieving your dreams. Yep. Case closed. If they do, then it's not love. Um, However, relationships are meant for you as a couple to set goals and dreams together and achieve them together. Right. Um, And that's one of the best things about being in a relationship is that you're not alone. You get to go into the thick of it with someone there beside you, um, Mm -hmm. supporting you through it all. So, um, it kind of reminds me of, and I think I will probably bring this up later. Um, a um, Jim and Pam in a sense, like oh, with uh, athlete and Jim. Oh, don't dream. even get me started so on gonna, athlete again. <laughs> uh, I'm not really gonna get going too hard because we already talked about this. Um, but it's kind of that same idea where, like, sometimes being held back from your dream quote unquote is a good thing and you have to refigure how does my relationship play in the role of my dream yeah i Um, mean i see
0: that there's definitely compromises that need to be made mm -hmm. but if someone comes in and says the only way i'll love you is if you give up your (laughs) dream i think that's probably forget it Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, Devin, we agree. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, number four. Now hopping over to Princess and the Frog because this one, oh, one of my favorites. Okay, Tiana and Naveen have their hearts set on other things when they first meet, similar to the last question. Mm-hmm. But how do they realize their need for each other and the and love in their lives?
1: So Tiana's main goal for years has been to obtain her own restaurant. And when a penniless Prince falls in her lap, she wants nothing to do with him, especially because that Prince arrives in the shape of a frog. Uh, Naveen also has his sights set on other on another girl, um, and money. (laughs)
0: money these Uh, men in these these modern Disney films
1: so as he's been cut off from his royal fund because his dream of playing in a band is unrealistic for a prince he needs to marry into money so that he doesn't have to work for a living and enjoy his carefree lifestyle Um, in the end though they realize that love is not something you can do without planning um, when it comes to planning out your future so Tiana and Naveen help balance each other out. Tiana is too strict and works herself dry while Naveen has too much fun and doesn't know how to be serious. So they kind of really like blend together and they also help each other find that middle ground um in bringing um Tiana down into um the carefree nature and Bringing Naveen up to this more, I have I have a role that I have to play. Um, mm-hmm. Together, they find that unity and learn to accept love in their lives. So I think that's really cool. What about you? That's,
0: it's beautiful. I love it, and I I completely agree with everything that you said. I mm-hmm. think Naveen realizes earlier than Tiana that she is his dream, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think that's because Tiana's a freaking catch. <laughs> but for someone, you know, Naveen is kind of falsely confident all the time. Right in order to achieve his goals. But when he meets Tiana, she teaches him to be real. She almost not, she puts him down a notch and not in a bad way, but in a come back to reality sort of way. And that sort of teaches him to do good things instead of just trying to get money and get girls. Um, (laughs) And he realizes, you know, he needs this good influence in his life. That's why he knows, oh, I got to propose to this girl because I love her um, before she even recognizes she has feelings for him. Tiana, I think, takes a longer time. And I would say more she realizes she needs him after he's gone. She's one of these people that needs to experience it, like what it's like without Naveen um, to realize that she actually loves him. It's that whole moment where she looks into her future sees the beautiful restaurant, but is sad that it's not Naveen that's there with her.
1: Mm, and that's that. when she's
0: like, oh my gosh, my dream includes this dude. How could I not have seen it? And it's like <laughs> such a moment. I I honestly love it. It's so different than other Disney princess relationships that we've seen. And it just takes you into a very, um, that dynamic of being, oh gosh, of having fun <laughs> versus working hard. And they're just like a perfect couple. Love so, it. Mm-hmm.
1: absolutely um moving forward the film plays on the classic line that you have to kiss many frogs until you find your prince charming do you think this is true
0: you know i don't think it's necessary <laughs> i don't think it's oh you need hundred people before you right. find your prince charming um but you know it's true in a lot of cases i think we wander around the world kind of looking for our prince charming mm-hmm. that's where our focus is a lot of the time so people that don't really, or princess charming, whatever, you know, whoever you're looking for. Um, and I would say most people have to experience the negative of a bunch of relationships before they find the perfect one. That's just the way it right. is. However, I've also seen it happen where you don't, where your prince or princess charming comes to you from, from the beginning. And that's a beautiful thing. That's why I don't think it's a necessity, but it is a really good bit of wisdom nonetheless. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, I don't think it's a rule, but I do think we see it play out a lot. And it's, it's wise to sort of keep that in the back of your mind um no matter what but what do you think Devin?
1: so i i I agree i I absolutely agree um while some of us will get lucky and find our sweetheart for life from the very start the majority of the time you will need to find out what you want and that's yeah that's really what you were hinting at already is that like even if you don't you don't have to date someone in order to figure out like i don't want that type of person like you could just look at (laughs) a person and be like all right that's not my type (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and to do that you need to understand that each relationship is is helping you find your other half um it's not a step back it's a step forward um each one is getting you one step closer to your happily ever after so um
0: heck yeah if you're going
1: through something just know that like It's not the end of the world. You will get through this. Yes, you will. One step closer to finding that prince or princess.
0: You're almost there. (laughs) All right. Next question Sacrifice plays a huge role in this film. How does Naveen's willingness to allow Tiana to follow her dream demonstrate his love? Love is not supposed to be about letting go right
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: Devin and his freaking questions his leading questions
1: so this guy he puts his heart on hold so that this girl can follow her dreams Claps. this is love if yeah. you love something you've got to let go let them go and oh dang I can't believe you used you. that
0: quote I, I was gonna use that quote
1: yeah gotcha. um <laughs> But no, it's all, it's all true. Um, you have to allow the other person to understand what it's like, um, on their own or just like without you to realize how much more you meant to them. Um, that shows love, um. Tiana is his Evangeline, and he's willing to do whatever it takes.
0: Evangeline! That's my favorite character, that little fly. Oh, the my god, The
1: firefly. Gosh, love it. Yes. He's willing to do whatever it takes, even Mary Charlotte, in order to for her to get her dream. And that is what it all means.
0: Love it. And I have nothing to add to that, really. I just love that he sacri- his sacrifice proves his love. It's mm-hmm. not like he goes and his ring proves his love or, you know, his proposal to her proves his love. It's the sacrifice. That when she sees that that she recognizes that he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful beautiful thing because when you truly do love someone, you let them go and if they come <laughs> back, it's true love or whatever people say. But, you know, he, he what he does is He wants to help her find her true purpose, even if that means not distracting her from her end goal. And that shows his true love for this girl, which is beautiful.
1: Beautiful. All right, we're going to change shifts over and go into Brave brave. now. So in Brave, we get Disney's first take on a princess who breaks tradition. Literally. Why do you think Disney created this shift in dynamic?
0: I think Disney had to. I mean, they wanted to establish—they <laughs> wanted to establish that a Disney princess can be anything. It doesn't have to be a princess that got there simply because she married a prince, um, or you know, she doesn't have to go through the proper channels. You know, to be a Disney princess, you just have to be bold, brave, and stand for truth. That's it. True. Um, yeah. And that's the most important characteristic, and that is what Merida brings to the table. That's why this modern Disney, um, this whole thing is very different. I mean, we we saw in the the middle age Disney, um, the women start to have more agency; they start to really take control of their destinies. But but these women, love comes second to their ambition, which maybe isn't always a great thing, as we see in some of the tales. However, right. um. They do grow themselves. They become good people, moral people themselves, and they know how to seek justice and seek um, their end goal without a man by their side. And that's become a bit of a stereotype. But in itself, Disney needed to talk about this. Mm -hmm. They needed to provide a princess who shot for her own hand, right? They needed one that could show that she was successful without a man just by. Because that's the time we live in right. and, and also...
1: It shows, yeah, it shows that shift in culture, too.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. But yeah, continue, Devin. What so you I, you
1: I think it's because we as an audience needed this shift. Brave was released around the same time when Hunger Games was reaching its peak yeah. in popularity. So you see that kind of literally a girl with a bow and a girl with a bow. You kind of see this like... Um, blending of ideals um, in creation as well so disney created a princess that resembled that icon we've been reading and watching on the big screen no longer do we need princesses in search of their prince charming we need a princess who's willing to fight for her own destiny and her own hand in marriage
0: the princess that we need
1: absolutely
0: i love it okay next question mm-hmm merida takes her future into her own hands by literally throwing her own name into the race of those seeking her hand in marriage why is her defiance so appreciated by audiences
1: this is such a good question because normally (laughs) defiance is a negative aspect in a princess right Uh, and yet we actually root for merida and her defiance like it's unusual she breaks the mold of what a normal princess is like, and we actually appreciate that. We're not getting the same cookie-cutter boy-meets-girl story that is normally handed to us. Over the course of so many princess movies, we were starting to get tired of being force-fed the same storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, they re- deviate, they changed bits and pieces and yada yada, but like, we were still getting that same classic trope. And brave gives us something fresh, a new perspective, which is why we appreciate it that much more.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And you, Stephanie?
0: Oh, I love this freaking scene. (laughs) Because, so, here's the thing, right? So, you have early Disney Disney princesses who all they're hoping for is to be met by a prince and blah, blah, blah. Then you have the (laughs) middle-aged Disney who, you know, they're not... They're, they're sort of looking for a prince. Some of them might not even be happy about having to marry a prince, whatever. But Merida is a whole new thing because she doesn't want to meet someone. She doesn't know. She's confident in that. She doesn't right. want to have to marry them. Um but instead of wallowing like a princess who's sort of like, oh, I have to marry someone I don't know, ew, she takes it into her own freaking hands, and she goes for it. It's the greatest scene in Disney Princess history, mm-hmm. if you ask me, because instead of wallowing, she does something about it. And she, <laughs> she, like, she could have easily sat there and like watched who won and said, Dad, I don't want to marry this guy. But instead, she she found a loophole and she hops in and shoots for her own right. hand. I love now, it. Um,
1: also, she realizes that the people that are trying to vow for her hand to marry. Are like complete idiots too.
0: Exactly, <laughs> and she's like, "No, thank you." And I think audiences appreciate this turn of character because mm-hmm. it's not something that we are used to seeing. Like you said, that's that's the connection between modern princesses is that they do something. They actually do something, which is great to see. Um, but I might be biased a little, bit. a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So moving forward. How can we not ask this question when talking about Brave? <laughs> if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? Would I
0: love it, Devin. So good. So good. I tried. <laughs> Heck no, I wouldn't change my dang fate. Heck here's no. the thing. Here's my here's my thing, right? Responding to the events we cannot change is what I might change. I would not change my fate for the world. I believe that how we respond to fate is more important than what is thrown our way. I think that the challenges that are thrown at us, um, we always, always either learn or we fail to learn from them. Mm -hmm. And that's what's something that I would define, that would define our character. And that's why when I look back, the only things I would change are the things that I mistakenly responded to my fate in a certain (laughs) way. However come on fate bring it on although maybe i shouldn't tempt fate yeah, i don't I'll, know don't do that maybe never <laughs> mind i'm not i'm not gonna put that on the on the interweb because now fate will find it and be like i'm gonna come at you stephanie stone you told me to <laughs> on november 12th you this told me to. <laughs> yeah
1: <exactly. laughs> love it all right so in response absolutely not while life is not always what you think it would be there's light even in the darkest day i wouldn't change a thing except maybe this whole covid 19 kind of Uh,
0: thing. i know sorry sorry anyways okay steph now that we have officially covered a good handful of Disney couples mm-hmm. throughout the decades, what is it about these relationships that pull audiences back to them again and again? Why do people look up to these couples and how has the trend changed over time?
1: So I think part of it is, in the, is a sense of hope. Hope that one day we will get our happily ever after. They inspire us and motivate us to follow our own dreams. And we talked mm-hmm. about that with Tangled. We talked about that with uh, Naveen and um, Tiana. Like it's just a common theme throughout all of these films. this follow your dream. Um, and while these couples might not be the best role models through and through, they teach us different aspects of what love is and how to find love in the darkest places. Um, from we Snow White. Wa- <laughs> <laughs> Love it. From Snow White to the most recent, we've seen a huge growth in character development and even Mm -hmm. in story elements. Um, Our characters express doubt and fear and loneliness, emotions we all face every day. They're relatable, and that's why we return to them again and again.
0: Disney- is fairy tale disney is love it's comfort that's why we're pulled back into all these stories it's stores. our comfort it's, food it is it is our comfort food of 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 food of movies <laughs> oh my gosh i can't speak but Disney princesses whether it's early, middle, modern whatever Mm -hmm. they give us a chance to dream of the possibilities for ourselves and for our world and I think they also kind of depict a picture they always do they always have of good versus evil and they show people how to choose good even in hard situations. And it encourages young people to be themselves and to trust and to dream. You know, modern Disney princesses also encourage young people to think for themselves yes. and that girls can do anything. It's all beautiful. The messaging peach, is peach, beautiful. Peach, peach. Heck yeah. Um, and I, I think we reimagine these stories over and over because their lessons are so important and fundamental to who we are as a society and as people, and especially as millennials, because mm-hmm. we are impacted by Disney more than probably any other generation, I would say. Um, but that brings us back to our final question. Devin, do us the it. honors.
1: Absolutely. So, do we ship it? And which of these royal couples comes out on top?
0: I definitely ship modern Disney. Heck, heck, yes. Heck, yes. I ship it. I ship it, you know, middle Disney and modern Disney. I have a hard time choosing between. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're going to talk about which royal couple of the modern age that I would choose, I cannot choose. <gasps> and that might be the coward's Ooh, way out. But that is a
1: coward's way out. They are
0: all tied. And I'll give you my reasoning. All right. <laughs> give it to me. I could not pick because I love Rapunzel because one, the movie is stunning and Flynn is hilarious and the couple really just, just pulls you in. They're so cute. Um, I love Tiana because she is a freaking role model and Naveen is great for her. He makes sacrifices for her. It is, it's a new level of relationship, um, for Disney at least. And freaking Merida because she's a freaking boss I love her because obviously she she takes her her life into her own hands and you know even though she's not in a relationship like these other ones her story is equally as impressive so I could not choose I was thinking of Merida at first but looking back at these other two relationships even though that they did opt for a relationship they're very honorable and respectable. So that's why I could not decide because all three set a great example for little girls. And that is something that we should all be excited about. But Devin, go ahead. Why don't you uh, let let some Disney couples down? <laughs> Who are you going to choose?
1: So I think it's no secret that I ship these Disney tales. Through and through, I was born, Steph and I were both born and raised on Disney. Um, of course, more modern of the more modern selection, my all-time favorite would have to be Tangled. I absolutely yep. love the take on the classic fairy tale and Rapunzel is so spunky and full of life, I cannot get enough of her. And just every bit of that freaking boat scene. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like you. Love I it. knew
0: you were gonna say Rapunzel this whole time. I knew it, um, but that's good. I. I respect. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I at but least made a choice. A, yeah, at least you were not a coward. So I'll, I'll give you <laughs> I just
1: that. That's not idea.
0: You're right, you have though. A good He's point. right. He's right. <laughs> uh, but nearing the end of our episode, we've kind of given way to our decide our decisions there. Um, but first, we have some comments from our viewers. So the first one comes from Marcy. Hi, mm-hmm. Marcy. I hope you're well. Um, and her love for Tangled. So. Marcy says, Rapunzel's love story is not only one of romantic love, but also a story of falling in love with her surroundings. Everything is new to her and the love she finds in everything makes everyone around her see things in a new light. I love that. Rapunzel is courageous and isn't afraid to go out of her box and look for something she knew was missing deep inside. She doesn't need a prince to do the saving. I think Tangled is better than Frozen because let's face it, the lantern scene is by far the best Disney scene ever. (laughs) Agreed. Devin. (laughs) And I see the light is so much better than let it go. I would argue that, but Marcy, I respect you and love you. Uh, Finally, Rapunzel comes to realize that the true love is in the heart or that true love is in the heart and you don't have to earn love. I also like the fact that she and Eugene... Flynn, don't rush into marriage like all the other princess movies ending with a wedding. They get to know each other and as Eugene says in the end, after years and years of asking and asking and asking, I finally said yes. What a (laughs) moment. Thank you, Marcy.
1: I love it. And this next one comes from Liam with his thoughts on the princess and the frog. Um, Quote, I would like to acknowledge two distinct moments of the film that set Tiana and Avina apart from other Disney princesses. Disney couples. The first is the exchanges Tiana and Naveen make when Tiana teaches Naveen how to mince. From a gender role lens, Tiana asserts her dominance in the situation, being the aficionado of cooking while also encouraging Naveen to participate. It's in these scenes where we see a reversal of flirtation and confidence. Whereas in their introduction, Tiana was less certain on how to interact with froggy Naveen, and Naveen was confident and flirtatious we see tiana now in her element confident and fl- flirtatious and naveen constantly second guessing himself and his worth when with her this is a beautiful moment because naveen all allows tiana to see him with his walls down and even make some jokes on who he is Again, these are not teens falling in love across the dance floor in a single glance. These are real people who need time to feel comfortable and collective in order to feel like they truly know someone. By learning to mince and trying to help Tiana prepare, it shows how Naveen really wants the approval of Tiana and wants her to see value in him. At the same time, it shows how Tiana is willing to share a part of her that gives purpose to her existence. This beautiful moment makes us fall in love with them as much as they fall in love with each other.
0: Oh, how great is that? (laughs) Thank you, Liam. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Real professional. He is a real professional. And check out his blog that we posted Mm -hmm. a while ago. We'll be posting that again soon. Thank you, Liam. Now, last one. The last comment comes from a very special Jovi. Now, Devin, would you like to say a little hello to Jovi and explain who she is? Jovi
1: is my goddaughter.
0: Hi, Jovi. (laughs) Shout out to Jovi for being amazing. Absolutely, my love bug. Yes, Devin's love bug. And now my love bug, too. Yay. Um, So Jovi talks about why these Disney princesses are so important to her as she grows up. So thank you, Jovi. Let's read. I love the princesses because they care for each and every individual. They know that everybody is unique in their own amazing way. Another reason I like them is because they stand up for what is right and what they believe in. They are very adventurous. They teach us what they teach us that we can be brave just like them. I love them as characters because they are strong and courageous, smart and confident. Each princess is unique in their own way. For example, Belle teaches us to be ourselves and not worry about what other thinks what others think Ariel is inquisitive and likes to explore Tiana teaches you to work hard for your goals and dreams Jasmine teaches us to fight back Hey, Jasmine that's (laughs) one we got to talk about we do um Mulan teaches us that it's okay to break the mold. Pocahontas is about creating peace. And Merida teaches us to be independent. These are just a few reasons why the, these princesses are so special to me. Thank you, uh, Joey. How love fun it. is that? That's the reason we we chose to start with these. Because absolutely. Disney princesses touch so many so many lives and so many young mm-hmm. girls' lives especially. So thanks for sharing, Yeah, Jody. thank you
1: so much for sending these comments in, guys. Um, we absolutely love hearing from you all
0: yep and with that we come to a close of our Disney Princess series who is your favorite Disney Princess couple we want to hear from you guys we would, we would love, love to, to
1: hear from you we really
0: would please please email us if you want us to do um, a podcast episode on one of them you know we have probably Aladdin and Jasmine in there now that I'm thinking about it mm-hmm. um, and we would just generally love to hear from you as well about the podcast what we're doing well what we're not doing well um, if you'd ever like to join for an episode or send in comments just email us at we ship it podcast at gmail.com
1: or you can follow us on social media or subscribe to us on youtube and listen along there we would love to hear from you thank you guys and see you next time
0: yep see you next time we're almost there